Kira Olson and Brian York crown Cass County Fair Queen and King Thursday night. Here's a look at KSOM KS95 News. Kira Olson is a member of the Pimosa 4-H Club and the daughter of John and Kate Olson of Atlantic. Brian York is a Bear Grove Blazers 4-H Club member along with the Atlantic FFA. He's the son of Dave and Christy York of Atlantic. Olson had this to say afterwards. It's very surprising and surreal. I had no expectations to win this position, and I'm very honored with it. She says 4-H has been a positive experience for her. Through 4-H, I've gained a lot of confidence that way. Before, I was definitely more quiet and shy, and 4-H has brought me out of my shell a lot, and I'm very thankful for it. And Brian York following the ceremony. So elated and happy to have this position. Uh, as I talked about a little bit when it was still going on, um, this is something that I've kind of looked for for a while and looked up to, you know, other past King and uh, Prince representatives from my club, definitely good uh, people in the community. And so to carry on this legacy, I know that it's, it's uh, a big responsibility, but also one that I will fulfill. 4-H has helped him gain confidence. Just when I was younger, uh, I looked up to the, the people and the uh, characteristics that they held in their everyday life. And so I want to fulfill and give the uh, same responsibilities and hope and excitedness for all the younger 4-H members. The 2022 princess is Paige Jensen. The fair prince is Logan Evans. Miss Congeniality went to Elizabeth Anderson. And Mr. Congeniality won by Dylan Comus. Creston police arrested 23-year-old Jonathan Michael Palmer of Creston on Thursday at his residence. Officers charged Palmer with a dangerous weapon and disorderly conduct. Police transported him to the Union County Jail and held him on $10,300 cash bond. Cass County Board of Supervisors passed a resolution this morning to participate in the federal government's Safe Streets and Roads application process. All 99 counties are eligible to apply for funding as part of the Infrastructure and Jobs Act Federal Transportation Bill. Rich Hansen, assistant to the county engineer, appearing in front of the Board of Supervisors, said the federal government pays for 80% of the project and the other 20% comes out of the county farm-to-market fund. Hansen says part of the plan is to add rumble strips along some of the paved roads. So we can keep people on the road. There's also possible intersections that, for daylighting, maybe we can use that money to regrade a couple intersections. Hansen points out a few areas in Cass County that would benefit from this program. Probably middle N28 from 83 to 92. That's We're planning on overlaying that next year, and we'll try to design or try to utilize some safety funds in there somehow, whether it's rumble strips or whatever we can to make the road safer. All 99 Iowa counties are eligible for funding. Adair County Health Foundation has received a $50,000 donation from Dr. Don L. King of Vero Beach, Florida. Dr. King, who passed away in May of 2022, gave the gift in honor of the King family, which also includes his parents, Dr. L. F. King and Mrs. Vanetta C. King and his sister, Helen M. King Tercel. According to Dr. King, his family lived in Greenfield for many years, and Dr. L. F. King had a dentist practice on the square, while Dr. King and his sister Helen graduated from Greenfield High School. In recent correspondence with the foundation, Dr. King shared his passion for rural health care and the belief that county hospitals are the heart of many small communities like Greenfield. 
He wanted to make a positive difference in the lives of Adair County residents and believed the health system would impact the greatest number of people. To honor the King family, the foundation has commissioned engraving of a large thousand-pound stone, which will be placed in the memorial gardens north of the hospital. Expansion of the abnormally dry category was found in the state of Iowa's latest drought monitor index. The D0 category is growing. Which isn't drought, but it's a, an indicator of uh, persisting dryness over the last 30 to 60 days. So southwestern Iowa has missed out on a lot of the widespread rainfalls over the last uh, 14 to 30 days. Um, so that's where we've seen a, a shift further west uh, into the uh, across the Nebraska border of that D0 category. State climatologist Justin Glisson admits it's likely to get worse before it gets better. Very high probabilities of warmer than average temperatures, and that's coupled with a, a dry signal as well getting into the first week of August. So the expectation is August 4th and 5th should be the peak of this incoming heat wave that we're seeing in the models, the possibility of having two to three 100 degree uh, days strung together, temperature, not heat index. When we see temperatures like that, especially uh, with a drier, shorter term, that's where we should see abnormally dry conditions expand, but also, unfortunately, those drought categories expand as well. Northwest Iowa continues to be the driest area of the state. However, D1 moderate drought has been introduced recently in southeast Iowa. One year ago, Audubon County signed a 28E agreement with Guthrie County for public health services. As of July 2000, July 1st, 2021, there were no remaining employees at the Audubon County Public Health Department, so Guthrie County stepped up to provide those services. Audubon County Supervisor Chairman Doug Sorensen applauds the work Jotham Arbor and the Guthrie County Public Health Department has provided for Audubon County. We basically joined forces with our public health with Guthrie County, and it's been a very, it's been a very, very positive deal for Audubon County. Since we joined with Guthrie County, we've got all this opened up again. And the census in Audubon County a couple of years ago, the Audubon the census of people they were serving in in-home care was less than ten, and now mm-hmm. it's twenty-two. You know, it's been a, it's been a good development for Audubon County that we're getting a lot better service now. Sorensen says the partnership also creates more dollar power for the two counties. The Audubon County Board of Supervisors renewed the agreement last week. Guthrie County Board of Supervisors stamped their approval on the renewed agreement on Tuesday. The Boston Road Project north of Atlantic is delayed until Thursday, August 4th, instead of Monday, August 1st. Rich Hansen, assistant to the county engineer, appeared in the Cass County Board of Supervisors meeting this morning and says the roadway will be closed from Olive Street to 630th. It'll be the first couple weeks that we'll be removing the existing bridge, getting a diversion ditch to get rid of the water so they can build the box culvert. It'll be a, 12, a twin 12 by 12 by 87 foot box culvert. And they said it would take them about four weeks to build and then another two weeks to reshape the road and get the road put back in. So two months total, roughly. The detour is from Olive Street south to Dunbar, west one mile to 630th Street and back to Boston Road. Cass County 4-H and FFA meat goats have brand new pens thanks to a successful fundraiser supported by area businesses and other community members. Ryan Smith is the assistant meat and dairy goat superintendent and says last year a group brainstormed how they could be proactive in fixing the current wooden pens. Superintendent Chris Scholl and his wife Jody 
my wife Wendy, uh, Jerry McCrory, we all just kind of put our heads together and decided we could do some fundraising, some grant opportunities, and try to raise some money to uh, get these new stalls for the youth of Cass County. What was the need? Why the need? The other ones were wooden. So how are these new and improved then? Uh, the other ones were wooden. They were significantly shorter. They were wired together. So there was uh, some safety risk involved with those. Goats would jump those. Uh, the youth would cut themselves on the wire when they would try to access them. It made uh, herdsmanship more difficult. So this really resolved all of those issues and makes it just a really nice environment for the goats and the youth. Are they happier? Can you tell they're happier? Absolutely. I see the <laughs> smile on their faces. Smith says they raised approximately $15,000 over the past year through donations and grants opportunities. The main attraction at the Cass County Fair this evening, the bull riding. That starts at 8 p.m. I'm Ben Blake for KSOM, KS95 News.